When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Wizards of Waverly Pod. This is my announcer voice. That's your Dateline voice. That's and what I was talking about. <laughs> enter Jen Stone. Uh, well, hi, David DeLuise. Hi. Um, and I also want to say hi to my mama, Elaine Finkel, Miss Kate Flannery. Welcome hey, to the studio. Up? Yeah, this is the crowd. <laughs> I am so excited. This is the first time I've seen you since I think. Since we've done the episode? Probably, probably. I've seen Selena Gomez more than you, I swear to you. Really? Actually, yes. We've Where actually did you had see a couple uh, Emmy parties, like I think it was like right before the pandemic. Did she come up to you and say hi? I hope yeah. so. Yeah, I mean, okay. yeah, yeah. I actually sat with her with uh, William H. Macy. Let me pick up that name I just dropped. <laughs> yeah, we were just no, 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 a little corner. So we dropped little the corner. wand. Yeah, for we that. have the wand Sorry. for that. <laughs> yeah, when we, when we drop names, we drop the wand. Um, oh my God, I feel like you're doing sound effects and stuff. All right, Foley artists, chill out. Wait, so who who were you hanging out with? I was at an Emmy party and uh, I, I saw Selena and I feel like I probably because I worked with her and she knew I wasn't gonna yeah. um, suck the life out of her we ended up sitting together right. with William H. Macy and his lovely wife Felicity and we were just like we just had a great time it was just, yeah you know but you know that's the thing I mean when you meet somebody when they're a kid either they have complete disdain for you and they don't want anything to do with you <laughs> who's or, that well let's I can't name names <laughs> no but Selena has like she it's it's weird because I, I have a similar thing with the show and and people we've talked to that we all have such a fondness and a special place in our heart for the show so Selena and I both kind of revert back to that like 16 year old like all like safe like you know yeah. safe space thank whenever goodness. we see people thank goodness, and especially some... her because like she's got so many people that just want something uh, and, yeah, and whatever so now when we see people that we know we met in that safe space right of the time we revert back to that like you know, warm and fuzzy. Thank, thank right. goodness. Yeah. Right. yeah, 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 yeah. I do that. I fit into. I, I, this is similar, but not the same. But when I'm when I when I'm <laughs> in the world, I'm a 51 year old. You know, like I'm a grown up. I own property and I do right. things. But when I'm around my brothers, I go, ah, look at you. <laughs> you know, what I mean, I become the little brother. You do right. that with your realtor and your oh, property okay. as well. Yeah, <laughs> you but are you, the son of comedy royalty, yeah, as you, you know. You, so okay, yeah. so. You didn't work with my dad and mom. Well, technically, you... I did because I was getting paid, but the, he wasn't. I, I waited on your your parents many times, especially your dad more than more than your mom and dad, but but definitely both of them. And something I don't know if this yes. happened, but my dad, when we were anywhere, would interview people. He would say, "Well, what did your dad do?" Or what do you, you know, like, what do you do on the weekends or whatever? He would always, right. did he ask you any questions? A little you bit, know? yeah. I mean, yeah. it depended. Sometimes he was with a big group of people. So it was, you know, it was all about like, can I get some extra blue cheese, please? He just wanted a little the more. extra just blue, blue cheese. cheese. Always blue cheese. <laughs> just with the bread. It's delicious. It's delicious. Oh, but I worked bread. at Kate Annalini restaurant in Beverly Hills. Yes. And I waited on a lot of famous people. And of course, your dad was incredible. I mean, I'm such a fan. I mean, I, mean I, I I think about the Dean Martin roast, and I think about all his films, and it's so interesting because the roasts really turned into raunchiness. You know, <laughs> yeah, like right. like what is oh, I can't remember his name, but 
someone was like, I, I, Andy Dick, I wouldn't fuck you with his <laughs> vagina or whatever it was. You were like, oh my God, you know, right. and, but back then it was a little more classy yes. and a little more clever yes. as to how they dug on yeah, people, they had to be you know, more careful. Yeah, yeah. But they got it in. Right. Right. <laughs> Now I feel funny that I said bad words like that. I but know, right? Can we? Can we? Can, take we, them can back? I beat myself out? Like we've Maybe never said yes. bad words on yeah, the podcast. But I love before. that. I I feel so blessed and lucky that I every day I have someone be like, "Oh my God, your dad or your mom or they, you know, right. they treated us so great or they did this and made a difference." Absolutely. Which which Jennifer and I get now. We're, of we're course. Friends come of up and course. go. You were my childhood. Yes. No. You know? No. There, there's so much affection for wizards. I have to tell you when when I get stopped for wizards, I'm like. Oh yeah, this is real. <laughs> Seriously, because I mean, I was only on one episode, yeah. but the fact that I got to play Harper's mother. Yes. And you were pretty epic. Because also too, not only were you in one episode, but Harper talks about her like dysfunctional right. family life right. through the whole series. So yeah. you really kind of existed throughout the show. No, this is right. true. And, and I you only showed up in one. This is true. And I will tell you, um, Peter Murrieta, your fantastic showrunner. Yeah. He, um, I remember running him into him at the, the second city 50th and we hung out that whole weekend and we were just like kind of dissecting everybody like because it's a weird thing i mean second yeah. city there were so many funny funny Jesus. funny funny yeah. funny people and some people did not go on to have a career it's so weird to me yeah. so it's people, kismet right like who I, hates and who doesn't i guess or like who's afraid of the business part you yeah know, shine on show stage. business not show art exactly mm -hmm. and it's tough and some people were afraid to move and i think they wait, waited too late or whatever but so i just remember we were just like sitting there in gratitude and he, he was like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I have an idea. I have an idea. Because I have this comedy lounge act, The Lampshades, that I've been yeah. doing with Scott Robinson. And how long have you been doing that? Well, uh, 20 years in L.A., but we did it in Chicago for like a year and a half in like the, the early 90s. And for the young kids who don't know it, uh, someone at a party who, you know, is, is outgoing and loud and annoying – the, the the technical thing is that they have a lampshade on their head. <laughs> that's right. That's, that's right. You, that's you, like you're the party. Point, yes, yeah, you put the lampshade on your head. That's where it comes from, right? Yes. In fact, there's in the in the episode of The Office, the first Christmas episode, Todd Packer puts the lampshade on his head, and, <laughs> and I'm, I'm like, I'm laughing. Um, uh, Meredith is laughing at it. So yeah, there's a lot of. So full you're with moments. Peter, yes. and Peter's like, he's like, you... I have an idea. I think I think you and Scott would be. I think because we've never seen the parents, and that would it would be so interesting if they were a lounge act touring. It makes so much sense. It makes so much sense. So he just plugged us in, and uh, we existed as these other characters. And of course, you know, someone else wrote the wrote the episode, but yeah. they kind of kept our lampshades look. They kept you know uh, Scott's drawn on mustache yeah. and yeah. Um, you know his wide lapel shirt and like you know. He didn't have a drink and a cigarette in his hand like we wish. <laughs> well, it was Disney. Yeah, could. yeah exactly. But that's I didn't. I cannot believe because I was doing a little research before the by the interview. But like I, because I mean I'm I love homework. I've always been a, a nerd. But I did not realize that it was an act like a cat yes. like a comedy yeah, yeah. cabaret oh, yeah. act. Yeah, we do beforehand. like mashups of seventies and eighties songs. Yeah. So we sing like Mandy and Brandy at the same time. We sing like yeah. When doves cry with like some, uh, and we I do love, like I'm so genius. It's so it's funny. fun. It's fun. We well, have a, yeah. And the pictures, you're you're just exactly the same. Yeah, as I had like a lot show. of hair and a, yeah, and I I had a jumpsuit that had like a little more cleavage and camel toe than we kept on the <laughs> yeah, show. We had to, okay. we had to we had, had to, to cut all that out for, yes. for the mouse. But. So you coming in? Had you done kids stuff before? Have you do like uh, and and no, you had really. had you watched the show? I had prior watched the show because okay. I you know I mean like Jeff Garland was on it. Like I always loved what Peter was doing. I was like this is so interesting. Like he would pick the most. We were going yeah. for adult comedy, yes. sneaking it in yes. with kid pleasure. Which is, yeah. that's, that's the Warner Brothers uh, uh, part yeah. cartoon trick yeah. right. that you make it really smart for, you sneak it all in and, and 
that it plays forever. Yeah, and it's then the, like the, the Animaniacs. Kid, yeah, know. and then the kids yeah. grow yeah. up, and then they go, "Oh my gosh, I'm I'm getting this on a whole new level." Right, it's just, that's right. how you that's how you stay relevant. <laughs> yeah, you know. Uh, but yeah, gen- genius, genius. So I just remember like all of a sudden it was happening and. So fun, and then we had that whole thing. And cue the applause. Oh my god, yeah, yeah. That's my favorite. Which I have so many people that come up to me yes. and say that to me. It's so like, oh. And I, what was so hard for me that week was I just remember geeking out and being like so excited and wanting to join in on you guys so much, and I couldn't because Harper <laughs> was just like, oh god, Harper's miserable. She hates her parents. Which is so funny because I met Jen probably a year and a half before yeah. that because we were in a, a charity softball game which at was, Dodger Stadium. Really, which I had no business yes, being the was, catcher. Yes, so but no, I, was. I, I did not either. But it yeah. was so random. I think like Tom Arnold was there. Oh, I think Meatloaf Jake. was the pitcher. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, it was, yeah. Oh, that's right. Uh, um, Meatloaf yeah, Larry, was part of uh, it. Larry King, although he Larry King never played, he just kept throwing just, in his nine-year-old son. Because <laughs> yeah. uh, yeah. I remember my dad, that was like where I got, because you know how you have those moments where like your parents are never impressed by what you do, but then you can introduce them to some people. The two people I was ever able to impress my dad about, well, my dad geeked out over you because he's like, he's just like his dad. He did, he pulled that move. And I was like, David's his own person. <laughs> um, but Meatloaf and Larry the Cable Guy were the two people. That's I was so like, funny. That was a crazy. Larry the Cable Guy. Yeah, I those were the that. I took him to the Cars 2 premiere, and he you was know, like, oh my God. But you look so much like my niece that I was like, oh my gosh, we could be related. Yeah. Like, seriously. And that I was just, way before yes, like Peter yes, ever even yes. So when Peter mentioned it, I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. This is crazy. Yeah. The stars that. are lining up. You know, it's interesting because the <clears throat> the thing I said about getting a television show, my favorite thing was the parking spot, <laughs> right, which was close, right. the free food, right. and the softball team. Oh, I, I loved being on this. Did yeah. you guys we on the office? A, you, you didn't have a softball team. We did team? have an episode where we played softball. We did too. Does that count? Yeah. We yeah, did too. Yeah, we had did, one because yeah. Peter, because, you, you know, with Joaquin and everything. Of course. Right. Of course. His son. Oh, my God. Absolutely. Yeah. And all that kind of stuff. Uh, but, but that is the fun thing, too, when you're going, like you said, you went to a party and you were hanging out with. Macy and and Selena and stuff. You you as when you are in a certain zone, you, like a, a a convention, which you do, and and we've done. Right, right. You get to hang stuff. out with other people, and you're like, oh my god, I love you. I know, you know? it's really true. That's like one of the best things about it. I know. Who, who like were a, you starstruck about? Who who did you meet, or or you were like, mm, I don't. How know. much time you get? Um, <laughs> uh, uh, you know, I five. No, no, no. I, it's funny. I feel like. I, I got to do shows with Fred Willard, like live shows, because he had a Christmas yeah. show every year, and the Lampshades were in his Christmas show, probably the last, like, <sighs> seven or eight years that they did it, Santathon. And I, I mean, Fred, to me, is, uh, he is just, like, comedy royalty. Yeah. He's just, like, the yeah. funniest, like, the kindest, but, like, the, you can talk to him five minutes before he goes on stage, and you're like, uh, is he even listening? And then all of a sudden, he just... He does his thing. Yeah. He's the man. He and was, he yeah. missed. We're, he would be best. Missed. And his yeah. wife, Mary, was the greatest. The so, best. Yeah, the they best. were so sweet. And I did a charity thing with them every Christmas. The, and, you know, he really, he was so great on the show. You know, yes. he was on the show and he, he had yes, to put that makeup on oh and everything. God, that's right. And we had an episode where, uh, oh, what's his name? The comic who's just oh, so. Uh, the uh, really Richard Lewis. Richard Lewis yes, yes, yes. came in, was there rehearsing, and then decided like an hour before we were about to film, he's like, I can't, I can't yeah. do this. This happened, a, this happened a couple times with either like a director or an actor where they just like, they- On your show? Yes. They, they just whatever, whether it was the effects or just the medium with like Disney Channel, they just panicked and they were like, I can't do this. And they would bail. So that happened a few times. Wow. So Peter yeah, called uh, Fred Willard and yeah. said, will you come down and, and do your character? Like he was in the shower. I, I forgot his wife's name. Mary. Mary. Yes. Peter called Mary and said, uh, is uh, Fred available today? And she said, well, he's in the shower. And uh, he was like, well, does he have time to shoot an episode today? <laughs> and, and she said, 
Yes. <laughs> yeah. You that's know. how you do. You ask Mary. Right. That's how you get it done. That's how and you get it done. Came in and saved the day. But, but so I, I don't know if Richard Lewis is out there or not. But why did you leave? Why did Richard, you leave, Richard? You, you know, know what I mean. I'm very curious. Please let us know because he took the time to write a note yeah. to every actor, <gasps> and and I was like, well, the amount of time. Okay. <laughs> Well, well, at least I got every adult. You were not an adult. I got a note, and I was like, "The amount of time it took you to write this note, you could have memorized the mm. lines." He was having trouble yeah, with yeah. them. Oh, Maybe okay. he just didn't want to be on a kid but show. But like I said, I think some people like had a hard time just mentally wrapping their head around like what it was. We, like I said, we had uh, Bob Cohare, one of our directors, on, and he was talking about like a director panicked and dropped out because he couldn't like the effects and stuff. He just like freaked out over that. Wow. He said he was so, crying in the corner. <laughs> oh Jesus. What, really? Yeah. Well, like, I, I, this is why not everybody's in show business. I'm yeah. just telling you, it takes a certain chutzpah. Yeah. You have to, you know, and, and a certain trust in yourself. And, and if something doesn't feel right, I always feel like when you see pink flags and all of a sudden you're like, red flag, red flag, red flag. Yeah. We've all had those moments where like, what, wait, I, I can't, wait, what, what am I doing? It doesn't happen often to me, but um, usually it's like before the gig. I don't usually get it when I get there. I usually yeah. make the decision before. But, right. um, but every once in a while, you know, you're like, Okay, wait. Am I? I'm jumping off a. Wait, there's no well, stunt. Yeah. Am I? You know what? I'm good. But we were talking um, to Amanda Tepe as well about how acting is so much about just failing and yes. risking and going. Okay, I survived that and getting back up and and still <clears throat> moving on and keeping going. Right, and it's right, funny right. as Jen is saying that I'm thinking yes, acting. But fucking comedy. Mm. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's like, a really I do. That's a lot of There's a thing well, about about being in a situation where I mean, I don't know how you didn't laugh all the time. You know, you have to be in this imaginary area right. where you make it real to yourself. That, that's mm -hmm. right. So you don't laugh. Yeah. But I'll tell you, you know, having done the lampshades for so long. You know, we were in many different circumstances. Like one time, we had to open for Henry Rollins, and like, I mean, it was like what Henry Rollins like, what from the, the circle. Yeah, from, it was from like, Black what the hell is happening? And I was like, these people are gonna hate us. They're gonna throw, <laughs> that's they're gonna throw rocks amazing. at us. They all have rocks in their pockets, and this is happening. Um, but I'll tell you, it's like the nice thing about comedy, though, is that it is the most uh, immediate roadmap. Because if you're not yeah. doing well, you know it. Yeah. You know yeah, it. It's immediate and, response. And and the thing about drama is like you you may think you're great, but you know, we all have to, whatever. I mean, you have to wait till it's over to be like, what the hell? You know, I don't know. But but the gift of, of comedy is knowing like, okay, I got to laugh. Or I need to get a laugh there next time. So I need well, to fix that well, wait joke. A minute, I, wait a minute. I have that. a question for you. Yes. You're shooting the office. You got, it's a single camera, but you yes. always have two cameras going. Yes. Right? So yes. you can be in the moment and. and right. What? How did you guys not laugh? And also, how do you know they where did. to leave? There's a ton of great bloopers on that show. Uh, I'm, I wasn't okay. a big laugher. I was not but, a big but, laugher. But what, but when I, I what I'm trying to say is. When so we're doing a four camera multicam, we have an audience there. Right. And there's a feed. There's a thing. When sure. you're with an audience, I say a joke, they're laughing. I'm going to hold for a second yeah. because sure. I know and I can play that out. But when you're doing a, 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 a comedy, do you give yourself a little time in between? Do you know where the laugh is? You know what? Even if you do, you don't play it because it's up to the editors to mm. figure out how long that goes. Right. And also, we had so much of the awkward comedy, so a lot of the laughs played in the silences, yeah, the beats, right? But at, or just in the, like the just in the cringe factor. So sometimes, you know, uh, but there was definitely. You've, I mean, each character kind of had their own rhythm, and I mean, I always say like it was such a gift for me because I was forty years old when I got the office, and I'll tell you the good thing about that is I did not talk a lot, and actors usually like 
look at a script and go like, I look at their lines. I stopped counting lines because I realized I, sometimes I wouldn't talk at all and I would still get a laugh. Like I'd watch yeah. the edit and be like, oh my God. So, or, or my face said what my line was. So they cut the line. Right. My face said it already. And then when I did get to talk, I feel like it was always worth the wait. Cause I got yeah. to do really uh, specific physical comedy that a lot of the other actors didn't get to do. And I loved doing that. It was yeah. such a blast. I did a lot of my own stunts because I was like, Hey, it's me. It's, I think it's always funnier yeah. when you know, it's the actual yeah. actor. Yeah. It doesn't take you out, you know? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. The amount of times they would pan over or like, I think there was one episode where like you got locked in the office after the party or something, or like they would pan over and you would just be there and like just the <laughs> look you would have. stuck in my skirt. In your, in your skirt right. or like your top off for right, some right. reason. Yeah. <laughs> like my parents just, are so proud. My dad always <laughs> said to me, my dad always said to me, if the audience knows you in and out, you can get like three or four laughs per one line. You know what I mean? Hilarious. Like if they say to you, it's, this is uh, you know, $10, it's really cheap. And you yeah. go. You know, like I'm, I'm a cheap person. Ten dollars is a lot of money. So you can right. get if right. they know right. you, right. you can right. get the and that's, audience and that's, to be that's with you. That's great writing too. That's great writing and and trusting that like the process and and I think also just like trusting that ultimately we're taken care of because I see a lot of actors who you know they have to talk to the writers and they're going to have yeah. a meeting and we need to talk about this and I never fell into that and I, I I'm actually proud of myself because I feel like I didn't take the bait of like that that idea that um, something's wrong here and we have to fix it. It's like, you know what? This is, I either accept what this is mm -hmm. and make the best of what I get. Yeah. Because we all have to be real characters in the office, whether we speak or not. Like you have to be fully fleshed, yeah. fleshed out. You know, I, I, had, I had to, you know, I looked a certain way. Like I didn't get a lot of makeup, but didn't look like the happiest person all the time. <laughs> but, you know, I also feel like I, that character was so unapologetic. I yeah. wish I was as unapologetic as, as, uh, as Meredith, but you know, yeah. my dad owned a bar, so I knew a lot. I knew I knew a Meredith that was like one <laughs> Meredith. My dad's bar. She was a little older, but I used to wait on like a few women that were like the one woman at the bar, and be like, oh god, you know. Right. So I knew that. I knew who she like. I know, and I know women that come up to me and say, "I'm the Meredith, my office." And you're like, and Ooh. I believe them because they are loud <laughs> and proud. You're right. like, so, oh, I wouldn't admit that. So you've okay. So two twofold. You've, you've, I'm sure you've gotten all these questions. Did you watch the Ricky Gervais? I did. And also, what was the audition process? Like, well, initially, was there scripted stuff or did you it was scripted. Or? No, it was all scripted. Um, I had initially auditioned for the part of Jan. And so I did mm -hmm. not. But Allison Jones said, you know, I don't know if this is your part, but I feel like you're right for the show. I did not do the pilot. I ended up replacing somebody from the pilot. Um, it's funny because I didn't do the pilot and I replaced somebody. He loves the to bring this up because there wasn't sorry. enough money go on, in go the on. pilot. I know, right? <laughs> I mean, it's for many times it's like, I mean, I, it's funny. I, I, I've only been like. Fired after a table read once, but and I was told like that's a badge of honor. And C it was congratulations, yeah. yeah. When right. I got fired, my dad said, "Welcome to the club." You exactly. know what I mean? Exactly. It just happens, and and luckily that was for a show that nobody gives a shit about anyway. But um, <laughs> but it but it is like a weird thing, and and also it, when I got replaced, I was like, well, I replaced somebody, and I got you know nine seasons, so shut up. You know, this is like one episode, yeah. whatever. Um, but it but it it is uh, so it it had me a little bit on edge season one because I was like, oh. If I replace somebody, then I could be replaced if I'm not doing a good enough job. Right. 
And it's, well, yeah. I, and I, we've said this before too, but uh, uh, you know you have a job in the fifth season. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. It's not when they call you. It's not at the table. It's not after the first. You know what I mean? Like exactly. You really. Exactly. I always knew one of those. Uh, uh, when I got fired off of Dave World, Dave's World, which was the spinoff from Night Court, oh right, I was like, oh, I they that's not you know like job security, you know. Right. I mean, of course, for me in my mind, I was like, well, they let me go because I, I I should have been older for the part. I was playing a contractor at twenty two, right, you right, know? right, right. Um, but it really it showed me that I had to participate, and also I worked with John Lithgow who. Uh, uh, I was a small part in Third Rock from the Sun, but he came in gangbusters all the time. So you had to up your level right. of, of comedy and determination to stay there. You sure, know? sure, sure. But I think that that's, that's the thing, too, is like figuring out the ensemble and figuring out that you don't need to be like everybody else, but you need to have your place. And yeah, yeah. your and be strong in your place. Yeah, yeah. And, Bo- and Bonnie and key. Terry Turner on Third Rock in the Sun, I might have a line here or there, and I loved how you said you counted the lines. I used to count the words per how much money I was getting paid, you know? I mean, it's Hilarious. a job, right? But I, If I did that, I would be the best paid person on the office, <laughs> for I sure. Said, I said, is is everything going, are you good? You know, I was asking the yeah, producers, yeah, 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 yeah. And, and Bonnie Turner looked at me and said, David, if we're not talking to you, we love it. <laughs> And I was like, that okay, good. You know, and you know my boyfriend, the NBC photographer, Chris Haston, he shot yes. Third Rock. And, and, and he yes, shot yes, us, too. Yes. I, I, I was be, I've been shot by him. Yes, yes, you have. But yes. he didn't shoot. He, he did not shoot. Yeah, he but there shot. was something else. There was yeah, another Wizards, one but, of the many television shows right, that right? I've done. Mm-hmm. But but I've worked with him. He's so sweet. And then I'm on The Office. So I always feel like we were like Jim and Pam because we met season one, but we didn't start dating until the end of season two. Aww. And um, they put him in the finale. He was like the photographer when they reveal Pam's mural. He had a few lines. Oh, and no, then I he's, actually, and da- yeah, he's actually dancing with Meredith during Dwight and Angela's wedding when Michael Scott and Dwight are dancing during the credits. Okay. Oh, that's so, so fun. He's like the super tall guy dancing. With- okay, but well, I'm going to go home <laughs> Are you guys doing tonight. a rewatch? Is there, there's a rewatch out there. Oh, well, you, we, you, uh, Jenna and Angela have yeah. Uh, yeah. the Office Ladies BFF. Yeah, yeah. That, that's, I participate sometimes in that. Yeah. Yeah, that's so yeah, fun. No, it's fun. Yeah. And uh, yeah. It- Okay, so when you're watching yourself, when I'm watching myself, and I was a long fucking time ago, yeah, yeah, so I'm yeah. like, oh God, what am I going to do? Is that funny? There's every <laughs> once in a while, it, I'll remember what's about to happen, but I'm watching it objectively because I don't remember right, everything. Right, right. Do, you, right. do you watch it or have you watched it? And you're I, like, you know oh, what am I doing? What happened? So, sometimes I, I don't, I, I need to just do like a proper rewatch because I have not done it yet. I'm, but it's like 186 it's episodes. It is a little odd. It's and exhausting. I also feel like it is. And I also, like, sometimes I, I, Recollect like oh that story like my storyline got cut there my thing like I, I sort of look at a little bit of my disappointment so I gotta <laughs> just get over it because uh, it all worked out trust me it's fine and yeah. sometimes less is more and I, yeah. I mean I think yeah. there's something to be said about characters that don't outwear their welcome and also characters that don't morph into the exposition person yes. because then you lose your funny yeah. so if suddenly you are talking more and you're kind of explaining the plot or whatever it's like wait a minute you're just supposed it's to come in worst. and like it Harper, is right yeah, yeah. Harper and Jerry had a few of those moments where they'd come and be like. What's over there? And then we disappear. So we definitely had a few expo- yeah, exposition episodes. That was definitely sure. my, you know, and then that's what I thought about doing the show. I was like, oh, God, well, one Disney Channel. It was, you know, right. it was an offshoot. It was not Disney Channel back sure, then. Sure, that's you right. Know? You guys were one of the first mega like, oh, uh, breakouts. I'm going to sure. be the dad and I'm going to be like, don't do that. And at the end, I'm like, I told you so, you know. But there was a lot of setup. I, I had to explain the spell that we were going to possibly right. mess up in the episode or, you know, so there was, there was a lot of of that, that right, but kind you of... had such a great Wait, persona. Oh my god! Seriously, <laughs> and this is—it's not an easy job what you had to do mm-hmm. because we have to be 
engaged and interested in everything. And you are just so bubbly and wonderful as you are. So I feel like they picked the right person because you can get, not only could you get away with it, but you, you kind of took it to its own art because you guys had your own, you like you had your own vibe about it. But I felt like it, it didn't seem like we were on a different show all of a sudden yeah. or like, you were the morality police right. or whatever that thing that a lot of the parents sometimes can be. Right, right. You were sort of like, I don't know, I just thought you were much more into the comedy. Well, I think also like Jen describes me in, in human life as a big kid, yeah. you know? Yes. And and I think Jerry was very much Absolutely. like that. And some dads are. And yeah. I love that they kept that because I think that that's, that's the other thing where suddenly there's an us against them thing that when you're watching these kid shows and- you know, the parents are really stupid and the kids have all the answers. Right. And, it's like, and then it's an Ugh. us against them. And the, totally. the actor in the pilot, who's wonderful, but it was very much that sort of parental, you know, patriarchal, like judgmental oh, figure. And it just, it, the dynamic wasn't the same. It would have been a, a totally different show. I did an episode of The Mentalist after Wizards. <laughs> and, you know, Disney, I do this thing where, you know, Disney doesn't pay you a lot. Mmm, Disney. But I was doing The Mentalist with the actor who... I replaced, replaced wow. but I didn't, I mean, I knew wow. of him cause I had seen the, the, the pilot they gave yeah, me, yeah, yeah. which I can't fucking find the DVD. Of, I know. So, he keeps trying to look anyway. for it, but so I'm sitting I'm there sure and I'm complaining yeah, about, I'm David complaining to him <laughs> about Disney doesn't this and Disney that, and he goes oh, like, yeah, really I kind of, he's like, I, 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 I went down that road a little bit with Disney and it didn't really work out. And I was like, oh, okay. And oh, you didn't know. Clearly, I didn't, didn't know, know until that moment. I was like, oh my God, that's him. But how, it, that isn't that so crazy? Crazy. That is so and, crazy. And I was like, oh, yeah, okay. And then I was like, I'm going to crap service or whatever I did. <laughs> I don't know if later he realized, but I realized and I was like, it, it was actually a nice eye-opening thing for me because I was l lucky enough to do the show and have that experience. And he's a very uh, a wonderful actor and has had a wonderful career and he, he works all the time. I was very happy that I, it, it made me appreciate Wizards. No, absolutely. And this is the thing. This is the thing about being an actor. I feel like, there's a, you know, what do they say? Like, um, uh, how to make an actor complain, give him a job. You know, that's like, <laughs> and the thing is like, but I feel like I fight against that because I, I, and I, uh, I sometimes feel like I'm the attitude police. Like these are champagne problems, yeah, you guys, yeah, yeah. no one's standing on one leg, relax, you know, but, yeah, but it, you know that, but I, I do, but also that's, that's the gift of being 40 years old on a show because then you're like, okay, wait a minute. I've been through so much. Like what, is, what am I comparing this to? And also constantly making the decision to Find out what's good about what you're doing and in your day. So yeah. everybody's trying to get what they want, but do you want what you got? Like yeah. that, it's like a decision yeah. that you have to keep like figuring out how to accept and find the joy in it. Right. When there's, I, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, I was going to say there's a hard thing for kids that are growing up. And right. so it's it's truly that youth is wasted on the young kind of thing because I I think one of the biggest things that allows you to appreciate those jobs is going without one. Exactly. And, you know, and having those years of of which I had before Wizards. I can only speak from my experience, but I had many years of. She started when she was six. Yeah, <laughs> but like, amazing. but like, I had I had a lot of years of watching other people get the job and pilot sure. seasons being yeah. second and all that kind sure. of stuff. I mean, my my family jokes that I have a trophy case full of second place trophies because <laughs> I was very good at number two. But, but and you know what number is, two stands oh, for? Oh, for sure. Just say um, what? Uh, <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> um, but, but the thing is, so I was I was used to not getting the job, but the thing was, is I I didn't have. A, a feeling of getting the job and then the Neil Patrick Harris thing of riding the wave and then starting over. 
So that was the, the sensation. Right. Have you heard that quote? No. Where he talked, I wish I had no, I wish I had heard it before Wizards. Neil where, Patrick Harris was Doogie Howser. He yeah, played a young yes. uh, doctor when he was like 12 or something. Because in my right? mind, yeah. as an idiot kid, I was like, oh, you get a show and then you just keep climbing the ladder up. Everybody and thinks that. Everybody even thinks even, that. even 40 year olds. Yeah. Seriously, no, totally. everybody, it's 20 year, yeah, everybody thinks but that. But literally yeah. he said, he goes, you ride the wave and then you start paddling back out. And you start over. Yeah. And and, and yeah. that was something that I so wish, and I, now I definitely know, because life kicked my ass, uh, but rightfully so. No, yeah, uh, you're Jen amazing. Jen is a nurse. I know, and you're amazing. amazing. I'm right? just, I'm, come it's, on. No, Jen, I, I feel like you've, you've navigated this time very wisely, because this is the thing. We cannot control the business at all, no. but we can control our daily lives. Yeah. And the fact that you are using your brain, you're using your heart, you're, you're using your abilities, and- that like to straddle both of those things is amazing. I mean, yeah. It's hard enough to be yeah. an actor. It's hard enough to be a nurse. But the fact that you're doing both says so much about your character and about who you are and about the way that you experience your life and you're going for it. And I just feel like nothing, nothing but good things can come of what your what your choices have been. Well, Jen Stone, everybody. I yeah, I agree. I'm telling you. I was right? joking with David the other day that I read something there where they were like uh, something about like. Um, Childhood trauma, you either go into the entertainment industry or the healthcare industry. And I was like, I hate both. So that's awesome. Um, and, and for people who, okay, people but... who couldn't see Jen, she did a pretend cigarette. She was like, I hit both. I mean, that's, that's what how are we I came joking out of the about? Room. So we joked that David's like the big kid and I'm like the little old lady. Anyway, back to you. Enough yeah. about our no, bullshit. No, 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 no. Okay, so I want to take it back to the beginning. All yes. right, so you went, not not the womb, but, um, but you went I'm with my cigarette and martini again. Yes. So, Second City in Chicago. Yes. Who is in your, like, because, I mean, we're talking, yes. like, Tina Fey, Amy Poehler, Chris Farley, Stephen Colbert. Like, amazing right. people came when out of I Second first, City. Who was in it I, with you? When I first got there, yeah. I was taking class. Mm -hmm. My aunt had sent me a ticket to check out Second City when I graduated college, and it completely changed my life. So, I got to stay with her. First time I ever went, Jane Lynch was understudying on stage for somebody that got married that day, Bonnie Hunt. And Bonnie Hunt ended up coming back in her... <laughs> Wedding dress to do the improv set. Which oh my was god! Insane That's with like Mike Myers. Wait, and she like was the rest of the she cast. was getting married in she, her wedding dress, and she's like, Talk "I got to do, I got to do." I got a set. Yeah, it's, 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 seriously. And and like and and the wedding party was like Mike Myers. Like I'm trying to think of who else was there. It was it was like I I I've learned later that like um, John Favreau was in the room. He was a host, and and then like um, Jill and Faye Salloway were like. It just it was just one of those things where like if you put it all together yeah. like it didn't make well, any Second sense. Well, Second City, I feel like is like that. Like it's totally. just like a factory of like legends. It's totally well, what, true. Like yeah. what guys? So, so so when I yeah. when I I so I when I studied there, um, Andy Richter was uh, Andy Richter and I were in the same class at at with Del Close at um, Improv Olympic at the same time. Mm -hmm. So I was studying in both places at the same time. Um, so uh, but but also like Dave Keckner was in the class I had of me. Scott Atzett and I were in the first touring company. Uh, that was he was in my first touring company yeah. uh, together with. Um, uh, Tom Purcell, who is one of the uh, Stephen Colbert's producers, yeah. Colbert was there at the same time, but we weren't in the same cast. Corral was there. Steve Corral was there at the same time, but we so were basically in the same cast. every single Neil person Bergales. who entertains us now was yeah. there. Pretty, pretty much, pretty much, we <laughs> had no idea. We had no. Jeff Garland was like in and out. He kept like getting fired and then getting rehired by Second City. But that tracks. That's yeah. right. <laughs> right? Totally, totally. And then Richard Kind would like come in just to kind of you know right, he would come so in for sweet. like a week yeah. and just do shows with everybody. He was so like I remember like being at the Melrose Diner at like midnight with him. And going, everybody oh was God. on the same team. There was no competition, but or was everybody? Yeah, a little. Of course, of course. Well, I guess, because well, like I, I've said this before, that yeah. Mel Brooks is my godfather, and they'd be over and call Ryan on this Mel Brooks and Oh, really? And, well, and Mel would never SL. leave unless he felt like he said the funniest thing. Uh, so there was a little bit of a competition. <laughs> this is the one 
fun thing about comedians. It's healthy, right? right. Like, of the course. Thing about, so comedian, like if you're a stand-up, right? Like for some reason, I've always been really attracted to stand-ups, which I have horrible taste in men. But anyway, um, so stand-ups can be competitive, right? Oh, yeah. Like with improv oh, yeah. or with, with sketch Let, comedy, you can't be because well, you have to be, you have to be in a, This is true. But but I will say like- The comedians are super competitive. Yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah. And every, and I think that that's, that's another reason why I sort of scratch my head. Uh, you know, of course, uh, Peter Marietta was, um, and uh, and Elisa, they were there when I was there too. Um, they were in another touring company, but I knew them. You know, it's like we were, we were all like under the same roof, but sometimes like in, like I always say like I felt like a freshman- compared to Steve Carell, who was like a senior when I got there. Yeah. And Chris Farley was just graduating because he had just gotten SNL when he was just finishing yeah. up like a few months of shows and then like went on. But I remember like Lauren Michaels came to, he used to go, only go to Second City, but then I started, I was working at the Annoyance Theater as well because mm -hmm. we did the show, The Real Life Brady Bunch. Oh, with, yeah. yeah. Um, Andy Rick right, and Andy right. And, um, so good. Yeah, I mean, oh, Melanie Hudson. Um, anyway, but uh, uh, he came, so Lauren Michaels came to check out another show that we did that was all female. And so like four of us out of the six women got, we're up for SNL. So I was up for SNL, had lunch with Lauren, like did the whole like, you know. Did you do the, an audition? Um, did you prepare? Uh, like what are I, they, I had, prepare I had, three did things I did or something, right? Yeah, I, oh, actually, I, did, I didn't get to the last stage, but I I was like, but my friend, it was just funny because of the four of us that were up for it, two got it. So it's just like, so people, like they were yeah. these, they were, were like the my sisters. It? it was um, Betty Cahill and yeah. um, Melanie Hutzel. Oh, okay. And Melanie Hutzel was the one I had lunch with. Yeah. So you're like, it's that weird thing where you're like, I'm so happy for my friend. I don't know what to do with this disappointment. I'm so happy for my yeah. friend. I want to kill myself. Oh, I don't want to <laughs> kill myself. I mean, it's just like, oh, that was it. It's just a weird thing. Because it's the actor dilemma, right? It's weird. And the yeah. thing about SNL is like, they don't, you don't go after SNL. They come after you. Yeah. Like, and you, this is, is this is something you said earlier that you accepted it. Acceptance is the answer to yeah, solve all my this, problems. This is true. But, yeah. but also, obviously lots of therapy and time. Yeah. And I remember seeing one of the producers from um, SNL, who's um, he, he's now on Seth Meyers, um, uh, Mike Shoemaker, who was at the lunch with us. I saw him. It's probably like a year before I got the office. I was at that restaurant, Kate Manalini, and I I was so like in the weeds, as we used to say. And he and Tina Fey were there, and he's like, "I hope you're hanging in there." He's like, "It's Mike Shoemaker." I was so busy, I didn't even recognize him. He's like, "Mike Shoemaker, Lawrence guy," and he's like, "Don't give up, don't give up." I'm like, "I'm not." I'm like, "I got my flyer to my my comedy act in my pocket." Yeah. I'm like. And it was always damned if you pass out your flyer, damned if you don't, yeah. so you right. might as well, you know. Right. Um, but, you know, so I, but I loved his encouragement. And, and it's funny because I did Seth Meyers like a year and a half ago and I was like, oh my God, Mike. Like he's just been one of those touchstone yeah. people where there's a few people that just go, don't give up, don't give up, don't give up. Well, it's interesting That's, too, yeah. on your way up, be nice. Yeah. yeah. Because yeah. on your way down, it can be really yeah. fucking bumpy. Forget about true. That you know, and this I learned true. that from, from my parents, you know. Yes. And, and also enjoying it. I, I, I've yeah. said to people, like, what do you do with this? Do you enjoy it? Ah, I fucking hate my job. And I'm like, maybe we like, find something that you enjoy doing, you know. Right. And, and we're very lucky to do what we do, you know. But but there's a, um, a short amount of time that we're here. So if you can enjoy what you're, what you're doing. So... Yes, I'm working at a yogurt store, but me, yeah. but I'm doing this. And this yes. is what I enjoy doing. You know what I mean? So there's a happy medium. What's of funny, that. when 9-11 hit, I was I was waiting tables and doing the lampshades and I was like, what, what happened? What would happen if like this was all there was? Like, yeah. could I live with this? And I was like, yeah, maybe I could, because I'm doing something that I yeah. write and, and perform with someone else. Like we do every like I, I think I could. And then I feel like that sort of informed me for like being okay, being the 40 year old waitress. I would say Steve Carell was the 40 year old virgin. I was a 40 year old waitress. <laughs> but you know, just like being an acceptance, like, okay. And again, like there, it's not to say that there are disappointments and that's why I've done a ton of therapy and I recommend like anybody who has somebody super negative in their life, like just be careful because when you're going after your dreams, like you just don't want to put them in the mix all the time. 
You just got to keep what you're doing sacred as and, much as you and can. And also go to your gut and to your heart. Yes, you know? and absolutely. Those, those people who are negative people, I don't have in my life anymore. Well, they just, yeah. they, just yeah. they just take energy. They don't give anything. And in an industry that already takes a lot, you, you just don't need it. You can't and afford I, anyone else. Absolutely. Like, and some people don't it. want you to change because they don't want you to go away. They yes. They're going to lose they, you. Yeah. And it's, I just Ugh. got the chills when we were saying that because oh. it, there's, there's um, no reason to be around someone who's going to say something negative to you. And this is what it was I was going to say. I'm a really nice, wonderful person. So I'm giving you everything. And if I don't get anything back from you, then what? You know what I mean? Well, it just is a void. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's only so much energetically that you can afford. Like, right. like your bandwidth's like, okay, I'm tapped out. I cannot be around, whatever. Or, or it's just, it's one of those things where you really have to keep deciding over and over again what's really important to you. Right. What and, and, and you know, we don't need to cut people off and say, shut up, you know, we don't need yeah. to give them a lecture. It's like just don't don't respond to the text if you're doing something like that's really important to you that you need your energy. Right. You know, well, I, uh, something that I've gone to now is thank you for your input. I'm yeah. good. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't yeah. need to explain myself to you. Yes, yes, you know? yes. You don't owe anyone anything. Yeah, yeah so, no, so no defending. I, I, I need to ask this because I just as a uh are you still wanting to participate in in doing jobs and things and happenings and stuff? Oh, oh and, yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. and and what is that like now? Because it's a little bit of a different business. It is from a while ago. It and, is. I've done and, like dozens of indie films, and I I've enjoyed them. And I always say, if you're on an indie film, you have to be willing to take out the trash because you don't know what you're walking into. Because it's usually low budget, but mm -hmm. there's usually wonderful people and. I've gotten to go to a lot of fun festivals because of them. And, and you get you get you get a lot of like, hey, I'm doing this movie. Will you come and participate? Right, with right, me? right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. But I, I kinda love those more because it takes you back to kind of when you started and Absolutely. everybody's just in it because they love it. Yeah. Like nobody's there because it's a payday or you know, they have an attitude. Like right. everyone's there because they truly love being Absolutely there. true. Yeah. So yeah, I yeah. kinda love being in the weeds with everybody a little bit. A absolutely. Like it sucks when like I've been on shoots before where like your per diem money gets stolen because you're all in the same room. Like that part sucks, but like that part not great. But you know what I mean? Like other than the little shit like that, like it, it's being in it with people that are just excited to be there like you are. Yeah. Reminds yeah. you why you do what you do. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, as long as you can pay your bills. No, this is true. And don't compare yourself to other people because yeah. that is. Uh, it's death. Uh, 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 yeah. The it's, thief of yeah. Joy. Well, and, yeah. and sometimes it's hard not to. I mean, there's yeah. definitely a group of people that I came up with, sure. you know, maybe, maybe not the same <laughs> names that you have, but there's a bit. And sure. you're like, oh, yeah. you gotta be, he's very famous. Yes. And yes. Making yes. a lot of movies. And yes. Stuff. Yeah, but that, but you, story and you shouldn't do that. You know, you know what I yeah. mean? Well, uh, yeah. Go ahead. No, 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 no. I, I think that that's, that's the toughest thing is just to be in acceptance and, and to remember like, it, it, what, whatever, um, everybody has their problems too. So even if you think someone has, even if they're more visible or they work yeah. more, like that yeah. doesn't mean they're happy. Everything can be you know? relative. Yeah. yeah. I know yeah. a lot of very wealthy people yes. who are very unhappy. Well, it's true. Yeah, that's true. And then I asked them, can, can I borrow $10,000? <laughs> that was my favorite. If I ever got a show or a job or someone got a job, I would say, can I borrow $10,000? <laughs> Oh, that's so funny. Okay, I have to ask you. How yes. did mom and dad come together? How did the lampshades yes. come together? Oh, 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 oh. So you know, out of Second City. Yeah, Scott and I were taking yeah. class, and then we worked at the Annoyance Theater together, and we were at this club called the Green Mill, okay. which is a very famous uh, jazz club in Chicago that's in a crappy neighborhood. I think, like, my friend's car, like, they tried to s strip the, the steering column. We came back. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah. Um, it's uptown. And you're like, so let's make a comedy cabaret. Right, right, right. <laughs> I know, I know, sort of. Sort of, yeah. And I, I remember going and like there was some 
some act, and I think like English was a second language, so I think their act was called Systems Tandem, which maybe in another language makes sense. But anyway, um, but we I were just I have like, that tattoo. Right? Yeah, <laughs> we were just like enjoying the whole idea of making fun of you know, or just like I actually studied um, voice in college because I studied musical theater for a couple of years, and I and I I switched to acting. But I I always want to make fun of singers because I. Yeah. Um, and also, I feel like you have to have a certain ability. Like, you have to be good enough to not be too annoying. Right. you can't do bad lounge. Like, the arrangement can be funny. Yeah. And I, I'm very musical, so I was always sort of fascinated by It's a pocket you have to hit. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but also, like, our lounge act, we, we literally started to do it before shows at The Annoyance. So we didn't really, we would build, like, three songs a week. We would do, like, two, Friday and Saturday night, we would do a spot from 7.30 to 8, right before the first show. And people didn't know they were coming in. Like they were coming in to see the, the eight o'clock show. Mm -hmm. And they, yeah. it wasn't like, it, it, it was more, it, are these people performing exactly. or are they real exactly. or not? Is this exactly. like a real thing? Exactly. Which is a beautiful way. Right. And there's no it's expectation. Very disarming. Right. Yes, exactly. Which is, Zero expectation. Yeah. So we did that for like a few months and then we started, and then we put up like a one hour uh, show. And then, um, then we didn't live in the same city for like, I want to say like six years. Yeah. So then we, then when we were back, I was doing the character by myself a little bit in New York at these um, character nights at like Caroline's and stuff where like Jim Gaffigan would come out like just like a, a coach, like, up next, you know. So, <laughs> he has a very coach energy. Yeah, he, he, he was great. And then yeah. like Amy Poehler would do some of those too. We would be down at these places called like Baby Jupiter and all these places. Like, this is like New York. And when I, you're I was doing in New York it, for three years. Yeah. So, yeah. When you're doing it, it's fun if some people in the audience have no idea right. that you're doing a thing right. and some people know. Right. It's like, is that, what were you saying? The, uh, the wedding. The, the, yeah. Um, Bonnie Hunt? No, no. Uh, um, when you're at a, a, a pretend wedding, there's actors around. Oh, you, Tony and Tina's Tony wedding. Tony and oh, Tina's hilarious. wedding. Hilarious. Where you're in like the the realness right, of it. Right, you know? right, right, right. Which, which. Well, a more modern version of that is jury duty. Yeah, 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 yeah. Did you guy. see that? I've not seen it. Yet. I have to see it. It's interesting. Yeah. It's, great. I heard it's, it's funny. It's like a social experiment almost. Yeah. I love it. Except, but more performative. And also, but a little different because he knew. He's on a reality, uh, not a reality show, but he knew he was on a documentary. Oh, interesting. You know what I mean? So yes. he, he was aware he was being filmed. That's so, that's. Which is different than like a, a secret then, camera like kind I said, of thing. This is more like performative. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like a little bit more like open concept. So I have a question for you guys. Oh yeah. my God. Yeah. Hold on. <sighs> okay, I'm ready. They're hearing. They all have tinnitus <laughs> now. Sorry, sorry, everybody. <laughs> Sound guy, sorry. No, I, I was just going to say, um, when you, you guys are, Obviously, revisiting all the episodes. Is that what's happening? Yeah. Um, is that what's happening here? Face, that was, that I'm so when, when, when she said all the episodes for this? people who are listening, her face went into pain face. I was like, oh, that's oh, a lot oh. to look at. Okay, Sorry. Go ahead. So one of the rings of hell is to look at myself over and over again. So that's what I'm saying. Tell um, me about I'm, it. I'm projecting. Yeah, but uh, but you, I, I was going to say, so do you, do you do you remember like how where you were in your life when you watch it or is it is that not really a factor Some episodes yes some episodes it is so you know those like um like your seven senses the how like there's some memories like you can smell you can hear like mm. you can, yes. they're visceral Yes Some episodes are visceral for me and then other episodes I'm like it's like a fever dream I was like I see myself I know I was there But, but you don't remember one line Nope I was like, somebody drugged me and then Weekend at Bernie's me the whole episode. Like, I don't, <laughs> like, I was like, I, how, I, was I there? I'm there, That's but so was funny. I? So yeah, I have some, mem like some of them are total blockouts and then some of them are so visceral. It's, it's wow. weird. I'm it's watching, weird how memory there's, is. there's, so my, my wife is, is German, Yulia, and she never was, she watched like an episode. 
So now she's doing a watch while I'm doing a rewatch. Actually, she's technically watching me watch myself. <laughs> and sometimes I'm laughing. So, and I was like, hey, you're and I all the time. Well, I mean, like there was an you episode where, where, I where, where you're I did enjoying yourself. Fall, no, did. You know? That's awesome. Yeah, it's fun. It's nice. It was but fun. then sometimes you're like, oh, what, why? <laughs> what, what was I thinking? <laughs> so there is sometimes where I'm watching it objectively and I yes. don't know what's about to happen, which is my favorite. Right. You know, yeah. uh, I don't know. Sir John Gilgood or whoever <laughs> it was, they said, do you watch your stuff? And he said, yes, but I usually wait a little time, about 10 years until I watch that's, it. I, I think like, that's the oh healthy distance. Yeah. It, it, absolutely. But, but, uh, was, but do you remember your life when it was happening? Yeah, I remember getting served uh, papers, you know, like so, oh, you child support, oh paper God, things on set. So his girlfriend <gasps> couldn't get on set, but the guy who served in papers could. Could get on set. But yes, I remember a lot of, a <laughs> lot of things. the first time I ever heard Deloise yell across oh, the sound I was so unhappy. I remember being a kid just being like, Wow, I, you know, I, and I, and Jen knows this as everybody else does. I directed some, but I directed yes, some yes, episodes, yes. and those I really remember because I, I, you know, when you're direct, have you directed? I've not. The, okay, when you're directing, you're on top. You're on top of everything. You have to be. Right, you know, every right. single thing that's happening, you have to be aware of and possibly making a decision about. So those episodes, I, I really remember. But I, I do remember my my life. My my relationship, my kids. Gotcha. You know, it was interesting because my kids were the same, you know, my, my oldest daughter is the same age as, as Jen and Selena. And they enjoyed a little bit coming to the set in the beginning. And then they were like, oh, yeah, they got bored pretty quick. Well, they were going to work with their dad, <laughs> right, you know, right, right. Um, totally, totally. But, yeah. And then, and then all their friends wanted to come. Oh yeah. And then, then that was, you know, that was, you didn't have to deal with audience like no, that was no. a okay. real pain in the fucking yeah, no, no, ass. No, no, no. I mean, I, when I did Dancing with the Stars, I just remember every week was like, "Oh God, who's coming?" And I have no time. Right, you to have deal four with anybody. seats like, or yes, something. Yeah, you yeah, have yeah, whatever. Like, you know. Okay, look, clarify, please. Don't don't say the live audience was a pain in the ass. The live audience was no, lovely dealing no. with the, the people but that their, wanted to your come family for your friends. That's, yeah. that's the part that's to yeah, me. And part. I even had one time. Thanks, Jen. Like the go. live audience was lovely. <laughs> yeah, no, I was like, and again, they're your like, yeah. I, yeah. Was, yeah. But I know what you're saying, but having job, <laughs> yes, to set it up, it yes. was harder to to like book the people to come in. The totally, audience. totally. And I completely I, really, my dad did, which he just booked my tickets for me with all his friends from work. I and I was like, who sold, the fuck are these I people? I should have <laughs> sold the seats. I would have made a lot of money. I literally would come in my dressing room. I'd be like, who are you? And I'd be like, we know you're, we know Johnny. And I'm like, can I change? Get out of here. Like, That's he, really he, funny. He would give tours on the Sweet Life set. I'm like, I don't even go over there. <laughs> That's Knock hilarious. it off. Like, literally, they would joke, the tour guide, Johnny. Uh, I'm like, what is this? And I do. Yeah, I my do, dad was embarrassed. I do That's remember that time. And in rewatching it, it kind of it brings up those those memories again. Well, yeah, and then you, you know? think about, like, I, I, I always think of, like, these shows are working on a, on a show regularly. It's such a great bubble because yeah. it does... I mean, the, the, the pitfalls are, or, you know, like having to put the audience together but you know, or give tickets to your friends. But the other part is like, you know that you can say no to something and not feel like there's any question. Like, no, I'm working on this. I can't. Yeah. You know, because I think a lot of um, post office, if I can use that expression, is that like, you know, some people want to ask me to do something that I don't necessarily want to do. Right. And it's really hard to say no sometimes. Like, I'm not great at saying no. Um, We're it, the same like that. Yeah. I didn't realize until I talked to my therapist that no was a complete sentence. Although yes, it, I know, right? It's so true. It's yeah. so true. We're it all in hard. the same boat with that. Yeah. That no period. Yeah. But I, I heard someone say recently that their favorite responses go, no, of course I won't be doing that. <laughs> <laughs> and 
was like, that's fantastic. That's like my new response well, now. I'm politely going, no, of course not. Yeah. And then just moving on. Job wise, I was doing uh, Jesse, the Christina Applegate show with Peter Marietta. Yes. was a writer yes, on there. Yes, that's right. Oh my and, gosh. And um, I was doing Third Rock from the Sun at the same time. So I was doing two shows. He goes through his whole IMDb I, every yes, episode. Yes, thank you very much. But I- <laughs> I got offered a part on Love Boat, the second wave with uh, Bob Urich. That sounds right? like an oh, Oscar wow. winning. I, I was winning. like, man, I haven't seen my family in forever and I only have one week off and what do I do? I don't I don't turn down jobs. Yeah, 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 and yeah, I yeah. went to George Zunza, who was playing my dad from Deer Hunter and, and many other things. And he goes, well, do you have your wallet? And I was like, well, what does that mean? He goes, do you have enough money for a year to take care of everything? And I said, yeah. And he goes, well, then you can say no. Yeah. You know, he, nice. he, uh, he, he gave nice. me that little barometer. You know? That's awesome. I've only turned down three jobs in my whole life wow. and that was one of them. Well, I, know? I find that now, like, I, it's not even about, I mean, money, I don't, whatever it's, it's, I feel like that's not always the, like, sometimes it's just the creative outlet. Yeah. Like, okay, do I want to do that? And sometimes I'm like, oh, well maybe I can make the script. Maybe I can. Uh, but if I don't, if it doesn't really speak to me, like I always say, like, I see pink flags and then all of a sudden they're red. I'm like, I, I can't, I can't, there's yeah. something like I can't. So I always feel bad because I, I, whatever, because I'm Catholic and I'm insane and I'm. My dad owned a bar. What can I tell you, you guys? It's complicated. But you know, I, 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 I also know like if you invite me to a party, I will probably show up. So be careful. Okay. Just saying. So what are you doing Saturday night? So, uh, uh, when you were auditioning back in the day, yes, would you add a little? Would you go perfect to the words? What was? What was in your general, take on, on auditioning? Deloise adds stuff and he well, wants permission to. That I, to add stuff. That's why he's <laughs> No, no, no. That's what gets people the job. I, I didn't, I don't always, every once in a while I do now, but I don't you know if it really helps. You done fucked up Deloise. You want uh, to just add stuff. I think so. I don't know. I know people that like, that's what got them the job. Yeah. I know many stories of like guys. that. It's know. what got you the job with wizards, right? Uh, I don't know. No, 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 no. I'm dyslexic. So, so it said, look at the magical capes. And I saw caps, okay? Okay. And uh, so I said caps, you know? <laughs> and I said to Peter Marietta when we had him on, he, I was like, what did you think I meant? Because I, I, I went in there and said cat. He's like, I don't know. It was funny. So I was like, okay. But that was not on purpose. No, I know. Although I did for Jesse, there was a thing where George Zunza asked me, what are you into these days? And I say, I'm supposed to say garden gnomes. But I say garden gnomes. <laughs> you know, which, which yeah, it's, it's a dyslexic thing. It's funny. So it totally works. It's, do you no, remember no, no, your no. audition for Meredith? Uh, I do. Um, because I remember I had uh, like three friends from Chicago, three actress friends. And I was like, and I saw my friend Rose Abdu. I'm like, she's going to get this Rose Abdu books. Every oh, day. this is where you're in the, in the waiting room with your yes. friends yes. going in for the same part. Yes. Cause it's the worst. Cause it's just a bunch of you. In the waiting room, I feel like. Although Most of the time kind of, as an yeah, actor. This was a little bit different. I feel like they did have some, because Rose okay. and I don't normally go up for the um, same part because she's okay. Lebanese and Dominican Republic. We're different. But she was a second city buddy of mine. Okay. She, you know, I mean, she's on Hacks I feel like now. She's on Reboot. She's on everything. Everything. Yeah. She's yeah. hilarious. Because typically to in an actor's waiting room, it's just a carbon copy of you and this a bunch of true. different This is true. This is true. And that's why I, I never, really, I know sometimes like some of those sitcom guest star things, like they don't let you leave until the last person in your group reads Yeah, and, and you have sucks. to wait and then and you all get released together yeah. and yeah, you all yeah. get released together and then you're all walking back to your cards together on the lot and you're like, and then sometimes someone will get a phone, a phone call uh -huh. and you find out that they got the job yeah. and yeah. you haven't even been to your car. Yeah. 
So that's kind of like a, oh, geez, really, guys? Is that how it has to but, be? But you were waiting. Mm. So so there's a little bit of sometimes, and I've said this, where I'm going on an audition, and there's like handsome guy, handsome guy, handsome guy, and they're like models. And I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm not going to get this. Go in, do whatever, and then you get the job. Yeah, yeah, sometimes that happens. But it's you felt different. a little like, oh, God, there's a little competition in the room here, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. But again, I feel like I, I need to, I mean, I I, I feel like um, I sometimes have too bit, big of a critic just going into an audition, and I got to, like, even even at my old age of, of 59, I got to stop that. Because it wastes so much energy. And it's yeah. like, you just have to do what you got to do. And, and I feel like it comes gonna... with the personality type of being an actor, though. It does. And yeah. and just, like, wanting to, you know, morph into what they want yeah. and, you know, wanting to play. And I think the tough thing now is that we don't go in for auditions, so you ha the tape thing is just so different. Yeah. Yeah. Like you don't get to win people over by having a yeah. conversation with them. Right. Not that that was my thing. I no, but it's also, too, you don't have that energy to feel off, feed yeah. off of, which I imagine coming from your improv background, like, right. that well, especially al is Although I d never liked the waiting room thing. I never, because the there was always some, some crappy actors yeah. that were a little, little like, psych, psych you out. Yeah, and, they're like, oh, you know. oh, is is that what you're wearing? Mm -hmm. Is that right? what you're wearing right. for the audition? they come audition? talk to you right yeah. before you go yes. in. Uh, I oh, I just was move. working on the lot next door with a chocolate. Uh -huh. like, and they like give some resume. Yeah, there's always like, like okay, I Well, yeah, it's you. funny you say yeah. that because my, my dad used to say, you know, during your audition, just put some makeup on and come in and be like, oh, I got to get back to sad. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, they're, so, so they're desiring so you. So smart. You know? but, but back to your audition. So you were in the waiting room with someone that you were like, oh, she's going to get the job. Yeah, no, yeah. And and then, but then I got called. I didn't have a cell phone yet. This was like back in 2004. So I didn't have my cell phone yet. So did you I, have a pager? I did not have. A, I, I did have a, but I don't think I had one anymore. But by the time I got when I got home, I got a call to say go to Gower uh, immediately and redo the audition. I was like, okay. So I got there. We redid it. And by the time I got home again, then I found out I got the part. Why what did they was want the you to, note? Yeah. Why did they want? We you both to were like, it? what did they want to we're see? Like, what did you do? Did they give you a note, or they just wanted you to yeah, have a chemistry they did. They read? Did. They were like, it was just like, just do absolutely nothing. Just do absolutely mm -hmm. like, just. And that was that was the thing. Like the first two seasons, I felt like I got the note like a little less. Take it down. Take it down. Because I'm so used to doing yeah. stage, right. and I really learned how to like communicate with. Like, I feel like what I loved about Meredith was that I just feel like I could just be in this very specific zone. Yeah. And I feel like it, it kind of got in my way a few years after the office because I feel like I was still kind of in that zone and couldn't figure out, yeah. you know, but whatever. I mean, it, I think you, you get what you're supposed to get. And no, it's, I, I don't do. think whatever it's, but it's, you, and you have it. The, I, I imagine that would have been a little challenging because you have a theatricality to just the way you naturally talk and move. And right. you and I are similar in the fact that you talk with your hands. Right. And <laughs> you can tell you were a theater kid or a theater yeah, person yeah, yeah. because we all kind of do this thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 So I imagine, cause I struggle with that sometimes and I have to like sit on my hands. Me too. For yeah, no, totally. But and, I remember yeah. one director, Charles McDougall, he's a British guy who is hilarious. He, he used to shout literally right before we would go on a, an episode. He would say, "Action!" It was like <laughs> it was like a hilarious in this British accent. Um, and uh, or he would like set up a scenario like, but he, but I just remember him. He would say, "Down to ten percent." Like down ten percent, no down to ten percent. Like oh. it wasn't even take it down a little it bit. Like it was like down to down. ten percent. I was yeah. like, okay. Like well, that's that a really tall is ask, right? Less is more. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And also like understanding. You know, so I'm so grateful that, you know, they were patient with me and, and really guided me through, you know, the the art of like just dealing with a, with a with camera us. on a on a on a, yeah. a well, single camera. We've talked about that too, about how like when the writing's really good, especially with comedy, sometimes it's better to just let it breathe. Yeah. Yeah. Rather than trying because I think a lot of times, yeah. especially when 
you want the laugh, right? Like again, actors are people pleasers. We want that validation. Like that's an instinct. A lot of times we have to work against. And so a lot of times, especially when the comedy is written really well, is you just have to let it breathe and you just have to say the words. Yes. Rather than trying to find the joke and work the joke and yeah. write right, it to right, death. Right, right, right. Because yeah. then it instantly is not funny. Because it's right. like the desperation just takes all the air right. out of it. Well, right? Also, there's a cadence and a tempo to sitcom. Yeah. I think. There's yes. A you know what yes. I mean? There's Absolutely. A, there's a thing. But the it's the multi-cam, And it's for sure. different for from sure. a single camera. It, it it's is. very different. And every single cam show is a little bit different, too. Yeah. But, you know, it's funny. I actually was on um, Disney Channel Jesse. I played Corporal Cookie. It was a two-parter. <laughs> Molly Shannon was also in the episode. And I was, what? I was sort of the love interest of uh, the butler, um, uh, Bertram. It didn't work out, but that's okay. Oh. Uh, <laughs> But I, I get stopped for that too. But I feel like Wizards is a little more like I feel like um, Jesse came on and they took they our set. Actually, uh, they, I mean, right, our, right, our sound right, stage. That's right. You, that's know. right. you guys were on the same stage, yeah. which is so crazy. Um, but uh, yeah, I just feel like um, there's a there's a. But you guys were definitely the, you're the. We were better. You were better. <laughs> you were better. No, but 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 also feel like you were the first to like. Put Disney on the on Disney Channel on the map in a different way. I, and thank I you like for saying a, I that. I feel like there's generations of it, right? So it's like SNL. Like everybody feels like their generation was the best. Yeah, you know but that's I mean? not true they're, of every Disney. Disney to me, there was like the Even Stevens, you know, right. with Shia LaBeouf, and then there was Hannah Montana, Zach and Cody. Sure. And Hannah Montana and Zach and Cody were one of the reasons why I didn't want to do it because I didn't see the grown-up yes. participating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They, and then, they, yeah. but also. I did see those grownups directing episodes. So I was like, hmm, maybe I can right. direct some episodes yeah, yeah, too. Yeah. You know, and that, and that was enticing to me. Absolutely. And I think Peter Marietta is the reason why yeah. you're saying what you're saying, which is we were a real stepping stone because we were an ensemble cast Truly. and a family that Truly. was very dysfunctional, that loved each other. And yes. that was the base. There was a core. There to was. It, you know? it, it wasn't the again like the smart kids and the dumb parents. And also, like I just loved the way Peter's brain worked as far as like casting and you know, I it just some of it was so quirky and yeah. so odd. And but you it guys was Peter. had so many. Yeah, Alex you know, so, was Peter. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And you guys had so many great guest stars because yeah. of it. Do you know what I didn't know? <sighs> okay, really quick. I didn't do the pilot <laughs> because the money was just. Disney shit. So then I come back. You turned down the pilot. I did. Okay. I loved how you were like, "What?" But listen, I went. I went in and auditioned, and then I auditioned for studio. So when you audition, you audition for the casting directors, then the producers, then the studio. And normally, when you're going into the studio, you have already signed a contract, right? And then you go to network. Well, I hadn't, for whatever reason, signed a contract when I went to studio. And when I was going to network, it was like, oh, one-fourth my quote that I've worked my entire life to get? No, I, I it's yeah, the beginning yeah, yeah, of pilot yeah. season. Right. And this is, I want to, you know, be on right. a show where I'm going to make a lot of money because I've been working here forever. They shot the pilot and then they asked me to come. And this is what I didn't know. They said, we'll guarantee you a season. And I was like, oh, I can't turn down a season of work. But as Jennifer has told me, all the Disney shows like just went. There was no like, like there had to be back some like nine order. Uh, hilarious. You, know? you get hilarious. usually get four seasons at least. And it's I didn't so know funny. that the residuals yeah. didn't really exist. But yeah, yeah, yeah. but I'm very happy I like, that I did the show. You? And <laughs> what you had said earlier, the residual aspect was I've been I'm the dad. You know what I mean? In this movie, in that movie, and, right. and I've it, gotten uh, uh, there's goodwill that comes from yeah. from 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 biting it exactly, you know? yeah, from exactly. biting the bullet and not getting but, certain. But things. I didn't yeah. know that Disney Channel just was like 
so bizarre. It's going to go. This is our that's this is so our baby, bizarre. and it's happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? That's the trade off. Is is you trade the residuals, you trade the money for the guarantee of four years worth of work, and for the the like the attention and like the special thing of right. being a part of a Disney. I just variety, didn't know, you know because when I had done television shows, they're like, well, we now gotta, you know, we got a, we got a, you know, 12 episodes. Sure. Are we getting our I back mean, nine? Are we going to continue yeah, working? Right, I don't know. Right. And then they own you, you know, they, right. they own you because you're going to do whatever you can to keep the job. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. So but I didn't it's, realize. It's, it's so interesting, but I also feel like sometimes it's like, we don't, I mean, you know, in a way, like you were bamboozled in a, in a sense, but at the same point, it's like, I do think that, you know, what an interesting journey for you yeah. in your life. And I don't know, I just feel like there's such a love and fondness for wizards. And I feel like it could pay off in ways that you'll never. Oh, it has. Know, even, I, yeah. I've, I've had a wonderful thing. And it, I, I don't know if I said this, what we were talking earlier or not, but, but when um, we did the show and then, you know, the kids became super famous Right. And I was kind of more in the background. I was like, great. So I can have some anonymity in my life because, you know, Selena can't go out into the no. world. It just doesn't happen. Yeah. So you lose oh, yeah. a, a, a privacy, which I saw with my dad and with Burt Reynolds. Of course. He was one of the, he was the biggest star in the world. Absolutely. He couldn't go out, no. you know? Um, okay. So Crazy. I need to ask a question. What do you think about social media and all that? You said when you were auditioning for The Office, you didn't even have a phone. What do you think now about Instagram and TikToks well, and all those things? I will tell you, Greg Daniels, um, season two, he asked if we would set up um, MySpace pages as our characters. A MySpace? Oh so my God. A MySpace. Character, that that my character. Some, like safety and stuff. Yeah, fun yeah, yeah. So if, uh, there, I think like four of us did it, maybe five. Yeah. And I. I, I had a lot of fun with it, yeah. and then, um, and that's kind of how I got to know my boyfriend that I met on the show because we <laughs> sort of like communicated through MySpace, yeah. which is insane. Um, but then I remember, and then I got to write the TV guide. Um, they, we had like a weekly column about yeah, every episode, and a few of us, like I think two people did it before me, but I think I did it the longest where we just like did a report on the, mm. um, you know. And the TV guide literally was a magazine yes. that, that uh, for the Kids that don't know. That yeah, was the only way you could it was see what the was way that TV. we knew what was coming on television. It was a paper we version. would get it every week, and you'd go, "Okay, Thursday night at exactly. nine o'clock." There's this exactly. So you wrote a, a little synopsis yeah, in there. Or? I did, but it was. I think it was when they had first started the website. So I think I was. But again, this is so. This is the beginning of like social media. But I remember writing like you know, um, I would write like uh, uh, when I had my pelvis cast. I, I showed pictures of like them doing the process of building yeah. the cast, and I was like, "Meredith gets plastered." <laughs> uh, you were already. Yeah, doing I was, shock I was, titles. I was. I was. Are you I kidding? Yeah. And then I was also like, um, I think there was a whole thing where I said, um, "Hey, um, uh, uh, ladies, don't wear makeup. Save your money. Save your money for booze." <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I sort of had that whole kind of like. So I, I, it, so it actually helped me to sort of inform my character more, like because yeah, it's I sort of well, it's like research. It's yeah. like using yeah, more totally. For and I used to the TV guide thing. I used to bounce off uh, Greg Daniels, our, our showrunner, yeah. just because I never every once in a while he'd be like. Uh, that's wrong. Uh, don't say that because I think she'll be embarrassed. I was like, okay. So, you know, so he sort of would look over it before, which I, you know, it's, I'm honored that he took the time to even look at my writing, you know. Did you then have a Meredith Facebook and, and, uh, and, and, I, I, and I, I didn't have a Meredith, then, then it just, everything just became us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, you know, I mean, it was fun because we got to go to like every award show, like yeah. the whole, I mean, we only won the Emmy once for best comedy, but we were still invited. C like, congratulations. 
Uh, thanks. Yeah, I, I didn't get one because yeah, right? I, I, twice. Yeah, yes, won two amazing. Sag awards. Yeah, I mean, the, you know, the producers get the Emmys, not the actors. I, yeah, but no, that's okay. no, we, we hate know. that, by I the know, way. Know, <laughs> but come up on stage and pose, right? Yeah, yeah. come up on yeah. stage. You, hold you, it, just and then we'll hold, that's hold, right. hold the statue. Oh, it's heavy. That's right. I know, hilarious. Um, but yeah, so so I feel like I mean, talk about like you know, and getting to like you know, be on social media about all that stuff, which was always really fun. And I mean, I think one of our uh, the second year we were nominated, like Sopranos was going off the air, so the they oh, at the Emmys they had this big thing yeah. with this. So we sat next to the Sopranos. I actually got to know. That's how I got to know um, Brian Cranston, and um, I'm actually still good friends with Betsy Brandt from Breaking oh, yeah, Bad. Breaking yeah. Bad was always next to us, oh, and no wow. one watched the show when they were up for Emmys. But yeah. my boyfriend and I, we were huge fans. So we got to know that. Amazing but, but, like, show. But at the time, like in real yeah. time, it, they didn't get great yeah. ratings. Yeah. Arrested, yeah. Arrested Development, uh, that happened too. They were yes, winning yes, awards and yes, everything. Yes, but people and did not My watch. brother worked so with uh, uh, Jason to, Bateman. We have to wrap it up. Shit, no, no, wait, no, let me no, finish no. this. No, yes. Don't go anywhere. I have to. Uh, <laughs> but I, I was, uh, my brother worked with Jason Bateman and I went up to him at a coffee place and I was like, uh, hey, it's uh, my, uh, David Deluise, Michael Deluise's brother. And it, Arrested Development had just been canceled. And I was like, which was the best show. Yeah, and I was like, I love your show, and I'm so sorry. And he's like, it's not over yet. And I was like, oh <laughs> shit, I'm sorry, Jason. You know, but and and then it continued. Right, they, they right. They got, yeah, they got another. They got another. They got another. But yeah. it's just, it's interesting. And then there was like the freaks and geeks. You know what I mean? And my boyfriend like, shot freaks and geeks. Did he really? There's these. There's these. It's just sometimes I'll read a script for pilot season. This was back in the day when I did pilot season, and I'd be like, when there was a pilot season, comedy is so funny. It's never gonna go. Yeah, you know right. what I mean? Right. It's no, like, totally. It's too totally. clever. Totally. You know? Yeah, because there's ones that don't appeal to a massive audience, but like the artsy fartsy like yeah. kids are like, oh, I love it. It's great. Wait, I know we're wrapping um, up, but we do that for some ball. Can we do it? And then we'll do okay. it. Okay. Okay. I'm excited. I love right. having you here. Can you You're tell? So, so, of course. I know. I'm telling you. And the only reason why I have to like reel them in. No, I totally. The only reason why I feel like The Office made it because season one was not very popular and we only did six episodes. It's because Friends had ended and Joey was the spinoff and Joey wasn't that popular. And it just didn't do what they wanted it to do. So we were so lucky because they. You know, Steve had just made Forty Year Old Virgin, and it was like, yeah. oh my god, we the, and he was under contract at, at NBC Universal. So, like, anyway, it was all kismet. Things have to yeah. just no, kind of. It's true. I never knew that. That's yeah, I know. It's I, crazy. I you throw that like really interesting detail. You're like, oh, crunch time. Let me. Just I know. I know. I forgot. I forgot. So thank you for failing, uh, right, Joey. Yes. Yeah. I know. Sorry. 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 <laughs> He's fine. Oh, He's fine. Yeah, Matt LeBlanc okay. is okay. He's all right. Okay. He's so fine. where do you think Marty and Elaine are now? Oh, uh, Ooh, they are. Um, they are. Uh, they're not at the Dresden. I love that they're named after the lounge act at the Dresden. I know, Dresden, I, know um, I do too. Um, wait, 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 so, so for people Finkel. who don't know. The, the Dresden Room um, is a it's one of the few places in Hollywood that still has a lounge act that yeah. does covers of like lounge and the covers. Dresden is epic. I and they've been doing the that the, uh, for 50 yeah, years. Yeah, Mar Marty's recently passed away. So uh -huh. I think Elaine just retired. But they, if you ever see the movie Swingers, they're, yes, they're in there. it. They're right. singing yeah. Staying Alive, like this, you know, crazy jazz version. Uh, uh, it's so bad. Uh, but it's, <laughs> it's, it's so bad. It's delicious. It's funny. Yeah. yeah but um, so you can, you, yeah. Uh, but I think Marty and Elaine would be. Um, at the Ramada Inn and also on the senior senior cruises, baby. Senior yes. cruises. Oh, right. Doing the cruises. Every senior I opportunity. Know why I just feel like, like, you know, just picking up shrimp cocktails off tables. <laughs> you know what I mean? I can see him doing that. Absolutely. Um, and then before we get to the crystal ball, um, we also, so there, the big spell is the ham it up spell in okay. the Wizards versus Finkles, which gives someone the ability to be bold and to tell corny jokes. So what is something that you wish you could be more bold about? And what's your favorite corny joke? 
I'm actually like writing and I feel like I don't talk about it because I'm so afraid of it. Oh, I so, like Be it. bold yeah, about yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. Yeah. I'm working on a book proposal. I'm scared to say it out loud. But I said it out loud. No, so hey, I'm saying it out loud. We'll you're... see what happens. Yeah. Own it. You're working yeah, on I'm a book proposal. I'm working on so a book good. proposal. Because yeah. I also have judgy about actors that say they write because I think a lot of people. Well, I'm like, judgy about people, actors who said they have a podcast. Like, what <laughs> the fuck, right? I mean, come on. <laughs> right? You just have to accept it. Yes. Right? Yes. And that's a good theme. Great question. Yes. And I can't wait to read your book. Well, um, uh, me too. (laughs) (laughs) What's your favorite corny joke? Oh, yeah. My favorite corny joke. Um, My dad owned a bar and and Mm. he's 99. He's uh, unbelievable. He's hilarious. Hi, Dad. Flannery's Tavern. What's up, Tom Flannery? You're the best. Big square bar, like cheers. That's such an Irish name. I I know, right? Uh, My grandfather started the bar uh, in 1933. That's why, um, yeah, uh, he voted for FDR because he made an honest man out of my grandfather. Amazing. Um, uh, Because, um, Prohibition was over, if you know right. what I'm saying. Yeah. Anyway, so my dad would tell a joke. He'd pour a drink and tell a joke. And then he would. I would just watch him, like, you know, hit the punchline and walk to the other side of the-, of the He would do a drive-by. Bar. Yeah. And it was like, it was like, a, like that was a stage, and they went on to the next stage. Right. He almost just needed to take his tip jar with him. Honestly, like, God. Honestly, God. But I remember he said, um, there was a, uh, uh, okay, this is during the during World War II. Um, there was a guy who um, was- um, by the White Cliffs of Dover, and he yeah. um, was injured, and he woke up in um, a, he woke up in a hospital, and all the nurses looked like they were like nuns, and they were wearing like yeah. white outfits. And he says, and um, he's American, and he comes in, and he says, "Have you brought me in to die?" And when I didn't, the White Cliffs of Dover in our, um, um, Australia. Okay. Uh, okay. So. So he's like, have you brought me in to die? And, and the nurse says, no, we brought you in yesterday. No, we can say fuck ass, ass piss balls. There's it's only okay. somebody that gets upset, but they'll, they'll get over it. All right, I'll ask a crystal ball question. And so uh, I, I, your You're dad very, is 90. He's 99. He's 99? unbelievable. Amazing. And he's still smoking on the porch. He's hilarious. I love that. In 99, you do whatever the fuck you want, right? Yeah. He's the best. With an Irish name like that, he's got to. Okay. Crystal ball question. Here we go. I'm going to pick it and Jen's going to ask it. Okay. Okay. What person, place, thing, or phenomenon that exists in the world seems like magic but isn't? Ooh. I know. This is a very negative question, you guys. <laughs> um, it's all uh, how you so look what, at what, it. So what is but magical but, but seems, not magic? But what seems like magic in the world but isn't? Guys, no. can I get a harder one, please? <laughs> <laughs> What's the meaning um, of life? <laughs> the meaning of life... Uh, what seems like magic, but isn't probably booze. Booze. You know what? I, I know. This the magic is like, sauce. It, the magic. The magic doesn't last, it doesn't like, last forever. Meredith is creeping out. I know. It's so true. Because <laughs> uh, uh, you wake up the next day and you're like, wait, what did I do? And as you get older, what is this doing to my body? Yeah. What yeah. am I? I'm not as young as I used to be. Oh, my gosh. I'm constantly what reminded your, that I'm not as young as I used to be. It makes you feel magic at the time. What is your go-to drink? Uh, well, because I'm because uh, I'm watching my figure because I'm an aging woman in Hollywood. <laughs> uh, it's vodka tonic right now. But it used to be. You're smarter. Vodka soda. Sorry. No tonic. Uh, but I it, like I Jameson and ginger ale. That's like, yeah, okay. that's a, it, like or, or like my a type. Irish Catholic or my nice. type. Yeah, I love yeah. it. You're like, well, there's this, 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 and this. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. So you're smarter going with the clear. I, 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 do, I still yes. am on the whiskey. Listen, we've done yes. a lot of episodes. Vodka soda is like, it's, it's we've done a lot I can't of episodes. Do vodka. It feels like World War One, like touch foot <laughs> I to know, me. I did, I did like, like a vodka the other day, and Jen was like, "What okay, the okay. fuck is wrong he with out you?" The most important detail. I put a diet no, coke in the vodka, vodka and together. Diet coke, like a that's serial a, killer. That's like something I did in high school. I mean, I'm just, no offense. Thank you. Because yeah. you could do whiskey, but whatever you gotta do. No, I don't listen. I do. I do a. I do a beer. That's what like as high school. I do a glass of red wine or I do a beer, like a half a vodka diet coke. 
Yeah, I don't know. It was, was weird. Mix it, it was up. weird. It's okay. I, it, it, we'll, we'll have lessons. Don't worry. I broke when we it. hang, okay, when we when we hang up, because we're on the phone right now. Right? So <laughs> I'm gonna teach, I'm gonna school you. Yeah, we'll, I'll give you some. Suggestions. We've done a lot so of these episodes. I don't want it to end. I know. Can I know, you guys. Well, can there be Finkel's part two? Yes, yes please. Please. of course. Well, you know, and then we'll get Scott back. on. The, we'll get Scott on Facetime. Yes, yes, please. I would love to have Marty Finkel. you know you're welcome back anytime. Thank you. The applause. The best TV daughter ever. He can't get enough wizards. Heaven knows we can't. You can join our Patreon for exclusive weekly bonus content. There's a link in the description for that too. It's magical. Oh, see you next week. <laughs>